in five, four, three, two, one. Hope he tries. already in progress for the second time tonight so i guess welcome back to the state of boston i'm your host anthony you know that i have my buddy joe with me you know that me and joe were uh we were cooking tonight we cooked we had a nice little what were we going 20 minutes 25 minutes and uh file got corrupted mid recording on my my laptop and we lost a lot of steam i'm not gonna lie to you i don't want to depress anybody 10 seconds into a podcast that's supposed to be you know pretty upbeat patriots number one seed get a lot of help from Buccaneers and the Browns this weekend and we uh we dove in we dove in head first we're doing very well but it's um it's all in the ether now and you know what I think that happens I mean it's happened it's pro it has to have happened to every single podcast that's ever existed even the big guys I'm sure oh yeah have had some you know technical issues even early on and um it's all about how you deal with adversity, right? It's kind of an allegory for football in a way, you know, <laughs> we got punched in the mouth by technology tonight, right in the mouth, right in the nose, like right here, right, right where, you know, you know, that little, that little divot in your lip, like right in the middle, right below your, what's this part of your nose called? I'm pointing at when you make a pig, when you make a pig <laughs> thing. We got punched right there tonight in between, in the teeth. And um, it was some really good stuff. We were talking AFC North. We were talking Ravens. We were talking that we did the whole, not the whole Bills game, but takeaways from the Bills and Buccaneers game. And uh, we were probably one or two minutes away from getting to the Colts game preview and gone, vanished. Oop the bed. It's over. Yep. So uh, that's something that, that was just a conversation now that we had, that me and Joe had. Yep. You guys won't ever get to hear it. I'm sorry. Um, it was going to be some great – I mean, it was some great content. We just yep. don't have the uh, – we just don't have the file of it. And that's a goddamn shame. It really is. We had some good takes. We had a couple laughs. You guys know. You guys know how the show goes. Joe? What do you, what do you have to say? I, I'm, I don't know what to do. I was literally, <laughs> I was literally deleting foot. So it happened on my computer. I had more than enough room. I had more room this week than I did last week for the hour and a half episode that we did and 20 minutes in and told me to go fuck myself. Yep. So I don't know. I mean, I might need to take the, we, I'm my MacBook might need a young priest and an old priest. I might need to get an exercise. I'm trying to delete shit. 
I started deleting things and then space was getting taken away, which I don't know how I'm deleting giant files, mind you, like all of our recordings. I put them on my big, just like I said, I was going to do in the IG post last week. Just like I said, put all my stuff on the big hard drive, two terabytes. It's all on there. And it's, all right, I gotta take a breath. Go ahead, say say something. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw, if I we had any, window. <laughs> if we if we have any uh, if we have any uh, technical folks, IT folks uh, out there that are listening to this, just shoot us a text. Just I let thought us I was know. A let us know how to figure I'm it out. Clearly you know? not, I'm clearly yes. the talent. I'm clearly <laughs> I can clearly only be the talent because I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. Half my MacBook says the files on it are other. 60 of the 120 gigabytes say other and I can't access them. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that means. Yeah. You know what it, what it, <clears throat> for the people out there that are familiar with this, if, if you've ever been on a zoom meeting and somebody's talking, but you know, they're on mute and you're like, Joe, you're on mute again. Joe, you're on mute again. We just did that for about 25 minutes, basically, because it's it's in space. Nobody knows what we said other than us. So it's gone. You know? I, I, <laughs> so. I went to leave the meeting because I was like, okay, I think I have enough. Because I deleted even more shit, and it finally gave me some room. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna leave the meeting. When you leave the Zoom meeting, it's supposed to pop up and download. And what popped up? It said files have been corrupted, unable to recover. So yep. it's gone. It's it's out there somewhere. I don't know it's, where it is. It's in the infamous it. cloud. I'm not fucking. I'm not fucking Neo. I don't know. I don't know. So, so let's let's talk the bills, right? I mean, we talked about this a lot, right? Do we have to. I feel Anthony's, like Anthony's rattled because we just did like 20 solid good minutes on the Bills and the Bucks and the fucking in the Ravens and the Browns, and it was good. And now it's, and now, now it's, it's like, now it's like, if I can steal a Dane Cook joke, and now it's like, Daddy just hit mommy at the dinner table, and now we have to keep eating. <laughs> I don't want to eat. It's fucking bad, dude. I don't know. I don't know. You do oh, sound God. better on the, when you're recording, though, on your laptop. yeah, on this you one, do, yeah, this laptop's definitely better. I, I think. I think that people can at least appreciate that the acoustics. So, so <laughs> look, so look, <laughs> yeah, the content's wow. subpar on this one. So, uh, <laughs> if you're listening out there, you, you like us, you want us to keep doing this. We'll we'll start taking donations on new new equipment for Help. for the show. Help we'll me. start with Anthony, and then uh, and then I, I I call dibs on the second second piece Help. of equipment. So, oh god. All right. Well, look, we're not going to go into the bills. It's it's not going to be enough. But I'll I'll say this: the, the bills. Gist of it, can I give cliff notes? I'll give yeah, the cliff notes. Give the cliff notes. notes. The cliff notes, cliff notes was um, J- Josh Allen brought the the bills back. Well, well, J- Joe was imp- Joe said he was impressed with the bills as a whole. I said it wasn't the bills as a whole. It was Josh Allen brought them back in the second half. Um. And then we were talking Browns and Ravens, how it's like kind of t- divisional games are always tough. And uh, especially in the AFC North, because, you know, for the last 15, 20 years, maybe even longer, they've been like smash mouth, defense first, stop the run, run the ball. And then, see, fuck, this is te- – th- that was it. That was it. 
There was 20 more minutes of that, but it was much better and much more coherent. But it's gone now. It's all gone. You know, one thing that we didn't get to or we started to get to that I think that people would like to hear on the AFC North, just uh, just real quick. Oh, uh, we were on the Bengals. We actually yeah, got to the, the Bengals are a legit team. The Bengals yeah. are a legit team. Like, they're a playoff team. And, and that division has been tough, historically speaking, like we were talking about. Like Yes, we were. The three, there's three teams. Or the Browns have started These to come back. Never fucking here, but we were talking yeah. about that. Yeah. Like, you know, it's really been a two-team race for the most part up until the last few years. And now it's like, now the Bengals are involved. And so now it's all four teams can take that division. Like, nobody's... Nobody seems better than the other, in my personal opinion. I don't think the – I was saying this, you know, before we got cut off. I mean, the Ra- the Ravens are not a fun team to watch. And, honestly, they get very sketchy wins, in my personal opinion. And the Bengals are a high-powered offense. they got to fix the defense in the offseason, in my personal opinion. But Good luck with what, that. what's the difference between them and the Browns, other than the Browns have more talent? O- honestly, right? And, you know, do so – Do they? I think they, they have, do. They have better running backs in the in – the- Bengals have a better wide receiver and a much better quarterback and a a much, yeah, probably already a much better quarterback. Yeah. Another year from now, an absolutely better quarterback. hundred percent. I think it's now. I think you could say now, I think you could say now he's definitely, I could say back in his rookie season last year before he tore his ACL, he was probably still a better quarterback than I mean, Joe Burrow is, Joe Burrow is going to be an elite quarterback in the league at some point. Like one million percent, you know, he's showing that on the defensive side of the ball, the Browns take take the cakewalk. In my personal opinion, much yes. better defensive line, better D backs. I think that's where they take the talent. The offense, different style offenses, but I agree with you. Joe Mixon's had a hell of a season, but I think that's partially due to but they have Joe Mixon too. I totally yeah. forgot. I was like, oh yeah, the running backs are washed. The running backs might, might not they're be not a wash. wash. There might not be a wash. Joe Mixon coming out of the backfield like, on a pass like, is like number one back for. Well, let's not actually let's not get crazy. Let me dial back. Nick Chubb's on my fantasy team. I took him sixth. I wouldn't. Have <laughs> you wouldn't have taken Joe Mixon that high. So let's, no. Yeah, let's dial it back half a step. Nick Chubb is better than Joe Mixon, but Joe Mixon, Kareem Hunt. Oh, easy, easy, up? easy. No, Joe Mixon. That's Joe Mixon. Yeah, Joe Mixon. Joe. Joe Joe Mixon's like a variety of James White, but he runs the ball, in my personal opinion. You could use him one through three. You don't yeah. need to keep him out on two He'll downs and stuff like that. So catch it. Yes. Yeah. I, I think if if the Bengals clean up their defense next, like and in and, and look, and here's the thing when they got Joe Burrow, you could clearly tell, like, obviously this isn't a Bengals podcast, but like that's the the if if getting Joe Burrow and then like creating like showing that, like, hey, look, like he doesn't have the best team in the league. But he can go like he's not winning every game. But look, he can he can put you in the position to win games. They're gonna get talent to go there. You you kind of saw this in Jacksonville before they got Trevor Lawrence because people knew like, hey, Trevor Lawrence is going there. I've said it from the get go. Guy's a bust. Uh, whatever. That's a whole different story. That I actually want to talk about the Urban Meyer bullshit tonight because like oh, that's a that's yeah, kind of a fun that. thing. Yeah, that's kind of a fun thing. Shit. We didn't yeah. even that wasn't even on the fucking radar. That wasn't Absolutely. even on the radar, but that's funny stuff. So let's so fucking, let's change fucking gears and get to that. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Cause that's a that's a good topic. Anyways, AFC North to close out. AFC North is a slaughter fest in there right now. I don't know who's coming out. Nice I don't fight. know if I don't know if two, three teams are coming out, potentially all four. Like, I mean, it's a it's a it's, it's a, a complete guessing game at this point. It's a gangs in New York fucking club and knife fight. Yep. 
Yep, yep, just getting after it. Yeah, in the middle of the streets, just getting after it. So you go, yo, you brought it up. So I want you go and I'll go off of you with the the Urban Meyer debacle. I mean, I know this is a sensitive issue right now, but could we call could we call his entire tenure there in a in abortion? Like what's I, I think so. I think so. I, they get a bail on him. He's not doing any benefit to that. And this is what happens when a lot of college coaches come into the league. They're not prepared to deal with it. Like, you now, like, when you're a college coach, right, like, breaking it down, when you're a college coach, you have people that are, you know, somewhere between 18 and 22, 23 maybe, right? And, like, but they don't have money. Now you're giving those 23, 24, 25-year-olds, because I'm, I'm assuming, I don't know the stat, <clears throat> on this, I'm assuming the average age in Jacksonville right now for players is probably like 25 years old. You're giving them millions and millions of dollars, which is a very hard thing. And like, look, I'm not putting this on, on players, but like, it's a hard thing to deal with them because they, they now have lives. They have endorsements. They have all these things. And coming from the college to there and then trying to wrap all that in and say like, this is now your job is a completely different thing to these players, in my personal opinion. Not only it's their job, they're making more than you. Mm. Making more than you. Side note, we're going to talk about the salary thing. I read an article the other day. We're going to talk about the coach's salary thing. I want to bring that up later. So I agree with you. And, 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 here's, the, and here's the deal, right? It's, I feel like when, when play, a lot of players make the league, they have this kind of prima donna mindset, like, I'm that good. I'm, I can do anything. And honestly, they probably could in reality, a lot of them, if they put their mind to it. But, you know... The, the Urban Meyer thing, like at this point, can him. He's not benefiting your team. This is why, you know, and I've been saying this for years. I don't understand when you have the first pick why a lot of teams don't just trade out of it. Gardner Minshew is better, if not would be better for the team, than Trevor Lawrence. Trade out of the pick, get the sixth, or the seventh, or eighth, or ninth, or tenth, whoever the F wants him. You get that pick, and then you get a second round, and probably like a fourth the following year or this year, you get a ton of draft capital, just rebuild the damn team. And everybody feels the need. This is the generational player. This is the generational player. Have this you is, seen John Elway 30 years later? Have you, years later. have you, have you watched clips of, of a Jacksonville game? I mean, I try not to, man. I, I wouldn't try not to, I wouldn't. I've been saying this in Connor, Connor Hughes, obviously one of my best friends, my best man at my wedding. I shout out Connor. Um, So, you know, I've been telling him when you watch the Jacksonville games, pay attention to how Trevor Lawrence plays. And he fought it for a little while. And he's like, you know, I think it's just, they're not a good team. Like blah, blah, blah. Brother got Marvin Jones, Marvin Jones, Jr. Like, Matt Stafford made a living uh, off of that guy. He made a living off of Calvin Johnson. They have he had one, two players. They, they, have they, have a, they have a good offense. They don't have a good defense because they depleted it over the past couple of years. The Ramsey and joke, whatever. They screwed the whole thing up. That's, that's a different story. My point is, is that Trevor Lawrence does not make good reads on the field. And then when they lose games, everybody's blaming Urban Meyer. He's got off-field antics that I want to talk about, but like, you can't really blame him. And then he's bringing it down on the coaching staff. It's like, no, your quarterback was never ready to be in the NFL. That is the problem. Like, yes, yes. Like D one high end going to the bulls, like all that stuff, the national championship, 
That prepares you. Those are the guys you're going to face in the NFL. The ACC. Five times as many games in the NFL that he did in high school and uh, college combined. uh, Well, and here's the deal. The the ACC is not the SEC. People need to realize that. I'm not a big college guy. I don't want to get into it, but like. Nothing is the SEC. Playing Florida State now wasn't playing Florida State, you know, eight years ago. When when we were born. Not eight years ago. When we were born. Yeah. When we were born. So, you know, and I think, and I think that that's the reality is the ACC, like the teams comes and play like, yeah, they had a lot of talent. It's not the same as playing in the NFL. And I think that's why I'll make a correlation to the Patriots for all the people. Cause that's why they're listening. But Mac Jones played in the SEC. You play LSU, you play Georgia, you play all these teams that, you know, there's probably three, four guys in the defense every single year getting drafted, whether they're starters or not is a different story, but you're getting guys that you're playing against people that are going to the NFL that in the next few years. Has first rounders that make a difference day one. Yep. Almost every t- no, not every team because the bottom of the, like old Miss and shit. Like I mean, they're not DK Metcalf. I mean, they have players that go though. Like yeah, you know see, what I mean? Okay, like yeah. Fuck, fuck me. You're right. Okay. Fine. Almost every team, or at least half the teams, have at least one player. That are okay. We're 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 drafting this guy in the first round, and he's an immediate difference maker. Some of them mm-hmm. have two, three, four, five, six players like that, like an LSU or an Alabama. So, like, I don't know. I think you're right. I think. And speaking of that, remember, remember the the very first sign, even before like the the fucking him flying separately to his to his restaurant. Um, in in ohio and you know that the the infamous picture with the with the co-ed and stuff even before that i think it was i think it was the week they played it was the week they played the titans or the Bengals. this is like two months ago when he was like it again it leaked out of their little their little fucking titanic that they have there that's yeah seriously very quickly it's sinking way faster than the titanic like I think they were playing the Bengals, and the the next day, Urban Meyer was like, "Man, this NFL coaching thing is tough. Every week, every week, it's like coaching against Alabama." Alabama, oh, it's like, shit, buddy. You know, dude, shit. what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Shit, yeah, 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 yeah. This is the one percent of the. Where's Bernie Sanders? The one percent of the one percent of the one. <laughs> like these are fucking planet. Put there's only how many. 53 times 32. Don't make me do that fucking math. It's not a lot. It's not a lot of people compared to the world of 7 billion. Eight. I think it's eight. They're getting paid. What's the the veteran minimum in the fucking NFL? Oh, it's a few minimum. It's a few mil. No, it's a few million now. It's It's a few million now. Yeah. It's It's like a million bucks. You're You're playing millionaires, bro. You're not playing... You're not playing fucking some some kid from uh from from Southern Miss who's who's majoring in pool cleaning, yeah, because <laughs> they want him on the football team and because maybe he'll get in the league someday, like if he plays there long enough. Like it, it just it blows my mind that he wasn't prepared for it. That he wasn't prepared for. The level of competition, the the need for 
him to adapt and not for the other, I don't know, however many hundred employees that an NFL organization has to him. I mean, it's, but again, he's such a holier than thou, like fucking douchebag about just the way. I bet if you really talk to him, he talks about himself in the third person. Oh, I would guarantee it. I would guarantee like, it. I he's like, oh, Ur- Urban didn't make any mistakes this weekend. Like, and then, and then him, him making all the assistant coaches prove, like, prove their resume. It's like, bro, you fucking hired it. You you hired. You're him. the one that hired him, you dude. Know. What are you doing? Yeah, you know. <laughs> you know. Like, you what kind of interview process is that? An ACC champion. You know, you know this guy was the defensive coordinator on Clemson when they won the national ch- You know. You know. It's you. Yeah, yeah. And he just doesn't – He's he doesn't get it. He de- he'll And you know what? He'll never get it. He'll no. he, He's going to do something else stupid in the next weeks, months, however long. It's not going to be years. It's not. What's the over? No. What's the over under on him getting? Because Shad Khan has the final say of him of being get the fuck out of here. But also, I saw earlier. I don't know if it was today or yesterday. They were like, "We're not going to make any brass decisions." For sure, make some fucking brass decisions, bro. For sure, go with go with your gut. You're a billionaire. You've been going with your gut. You've been going with your gut since. Actually, I don't know how he made his money. He could have been. I, I don't know. He, but he's not one of the he's not a Jim Ursay or a, a Mark Davis who just was like, oh, DNA the lottery. Team. My dad has oh, yeah, yeah. seven hundred billion zillion dollars and owns a football team and I'm next in line. Like that's not how he did it. Like he I'm pretty sure he's like a fucking savvy businessman. Yeah, yes. And like what then what are we doing? Then what are we doing? You're staring a losing lottery ticket that the fucking Kino game is already over. And you're just like, I think I have one more game, but you, but you don't, you don't have one more game. Yep. It's, it, it's it. It's a loser. He's the loser. So he's, he's calling his assistant coaches and all of his players losers. It's him. So it's so a couple things. So talking about the SEC <clears throat> first round of this year, this year's draft is 32 just 32 picks, obviously. Sure. 25% of them, which is eight players, were from the SEC. Yeah. Out of 130 teams, eight of them are coming out of the SEC. It's 130 D1 okay, NFL okay, football. Okay. Uh, D1, sorry. D1 football you. teams in there. Yeah. Eight of them are coming out of the SEC in the first round. So, like, yes, you have guys like Trey Lance. You had um, uh, Zach Wilson at a bring. You're gonna get people coming out of that, out of that, right? But predominantly speaking, you're telling me they're coming out of the SEC. It's the closest thing football, no. the NFL has to a minor league feeder system. Yeah, basically. It's the SEC. Basically. So uh yeah, Khan made his money. Khan made his money. I'm I'm doubling back on this because I, I actually am curious. He owns uh this company called Flexengate, which or worked at it, which is an automotive manufacturing company. No idea what that is, but he was at some point uh, the CEO effectively of, of the company. Um, I've never heard of them, but they, the company grew to 2 billion in sales in 2010 
an 8.9 in 2020. So you got to assume he did something right when he took the company over and, and do his thing. Fine. He also, he also, uh, I just saw, he also is co-owner of the uh, AEW. So all you wrestling fans out there, the all elite wrestling. See, that's uh, a great co-owner. investment. That's fucking, yeah. that's given. Uh, it's entertainment. WWE a run for them. Like yeah. this guy's, but see, when rich guys with power like that, when they make a, when, when they do make a bad read on something like that, it takes a lot, takes a a lot for them to admit that they're wrong because yeah. they've been right on such a high level. They've been think of how long you got to be locked in to become a CEO of like a fortune 500 company and quadruple their earnings. And like you buy this football team and then he gets them to the AFC championship game, two or three. Like he, this guy's been fucking locked in for so long. And he's like, okay, I'm going to get urban Meyer here and the number one pick and like he's had this fucking planned out and to, and to only you know not even a full season in you know the wall the walls are already closing in on him and that's why he came out uh today or yesterday and was like we're not going to make any brass decisions we're taking it you know we we want to be in this for the long haul didn't they give him the um the, the Gruden, didn't they give him 10, 10 years? 10, they uh, gave him a ridiculous million? amount of money. Yeah, they gave him a ridiculous amount that, of money. I think the, I don't know if his uh, – he might be like Belichick and he might have uh, – I think his – whoa, mm. what? No, is, is that's not true. There? No, that's not true. That's not – it's not the same – it's not the same thing. No, 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 I mean – I'm no, I mean like he might be like Belichick, like you don't know how much he's making a year. Like, uh, like it's only like rumors and shit. Hold on, I'm double checking. I'm double checking. But I'm pretty sure it was a ten year. I think it's. I they're like pot committed to this guy. Yeah, like, ten to ten to twelve. Ten to twelve a year. So 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 uh, last and the piece guys, of this. And the guy's doing things to actively trying to get him. So like it, it literally, it, it, it's become like parody or a fucking SNL sketch. Like multiple things he's done this year would be things that fucking like Pete Davidson is doing. Like on yeah, a Saturday, yeah, like trying to get the fucking people at Thirty Rock to get a fucking laugh. He's yeah. done it multiple. T- it didn't just happen once; it's happened multiple times. It's so, fucking insane to me that he's still employed there. So the thing that I think on the con point that's crazy, and then I want to jump into the like the coaching salaries thing because I read something the other day, but he had Tom Coughlin from seventeen from twenty seventeen to twenty nineteen. And they had the best defense in the league or top five at, at worst, whatever, however you want to look at the statistics. He had a phenomenal team. Tom Coughlin goes, the whole thing re-implodes the and they start the whole thing. Fucking guts like poison though. Coughlin. What, <laughs> but you know what though? You know what though? He, he drafted Ramsey. He drafted, um, uh, it's not in Joku, oh, but you, Miles Jack, but you know who I'm talking about—the guy in the Raiders now, the defensive lineman, defensive end that uh, went over there. It's like a the gay guy. It's no, it's not in Joku. It's not in Joku. It's something similar to that. I can't think of his name, but um, I, I I can't pronounce his name. Um, anyways, he's over there now, and he was phenomenal. I mean, they drafted Calais Campbell. I mean, not they didn't. Yeah, they drafted Calais Campbell because then he went to to Baltimore. I mean, yeah. dude. They, they, they had a stellar defense and they blew the whole thing up. So bailing on the bailing on the Jags, Urban Meyer needs. The, you asked earlier the the uh, the over under. If he's not gone by the end of the 2022 season, I'll give him that long 
then Jacksonville has to Jacksonville has to leave. Like they so need to leave the do NFL. Something else. Something else. I think is he would, but I'm, the, I'm giving a little bit of a happen. leash. I'm giving a like, leash. So you and Shad Khan have the fucking longest leashes in the world. So so here's the deal. I right. personally don't care about Jacksonville, so it doesn't matter to me. I'm just saying, I'm giving him a little extra wiggle room. It doesn't. I do. I think he should stay there. No, I'm just saying. I think he's going to. It's more of my point. So I read this thing the other night. Speaking of the salaries, right? You you brought it back up, so I'm perfect on this. The, co- I read the this- coaches. Hold on. Can I can I guess what you're gonna say? The, yeah, uh, let's get it. It's the the coaches. Salary isn't tied to the salary cap, right? Isn't that like it's a new not thing in CBA? It's not, but here's okay. no, no, no. But here's here's where it is. Here's where, no, because they'd have to report it if it was. I'm assuming. Yeah, they'd so have they to say something. Yeah. yeah. So it's not. It's not obviously. No. So it was um, the Lincoln Riley deal. Again, now we're talking a lot of college football tonight. But Lincoln Riley went to USC. He got paid an ungodful amount of money. I don't know if it's actually out there, but it's an ungodful amount of money. Um. And they were talking about, and they were they were talking about how our colleges, like these big D one schools, like a Notre Dame or not Alabama, obviously, but LSU, like those types of schools, are they going to pull some of these good NFL coaches? I mean, there's been talks that Cliff Kingsbury could leave after what he's doing because he can make so much more at a college university. So whatever they're talking about it, and they were saying it out there, and they were, they were saying like. At the big division one schools, they're getting somewhere between um, like eight and 15, we'll call it for sake of the argument. There's that's what they're talking about. That's like a good salary in the NFL. Like, I don't think Kingsbury's like actually making that. I'll put it that way. Then they went on this thing and they were saying like, uh, Belichick's obviously, as we were talking about earlier, Belichick. Where did you hear that? Was this a podcast? ESPN, ESPN, ESPN. It was an ESPN article. I'll, I'll send it after this so we can put it in the podcast so people can reference it. That way people know it, like they can read into it deeper because I'm, I'm paraphrasing a little bit from my own, uh, my own readings. Yeah. And I may have had a couple of beers, a couple of drinks when I was reading it. Oh. So it may be a little bit off, you know what I'm saying? So anyways, so, they were, so obviously Belichick, obviously Belichick doesn't, like, you know, nobody knows what his contract is. There is in me, I, I know you've heard this because you're from New England. So like, this is like a thing that we know. Belichick's the highest paid coach. Like it's almost guaranteed at this point. Like people are almost guaranteeing it. Nobody knows what the contract is from value perspective, a Flor- term perspective. Florio got, Florio got an inside scoop last year and said it was between 20 and 25 million. So they were saying that so this article was saying that there is talks that it's north of 20, potentially north of $25 million right now that he's getting paid a year to coach this football team in New England. That's- would you be but so here's the thing so here's the thing and we're gonna roll into the segment we're gonna roll into the segment if you're I've ready also, for it i've also heard that that's like i've also heard that that's that is the number but i've also heard that that is for the whole coaching staff it's like over 25 to like it could be like 25 to 30 million and bill just like don't like since he's the head of football operation he he's just, just like kind of holds it up like it's kind of like I feel like it's kind of like almost on some mafia shit where it's just like, like in Goodfellas, like when they give Polly their fucking yeah. <laughs> his due after La yeah. Panza. It's like yeah, we did the right thing. Like maybe maybe if they make the AFC Championship game, fucking ten like grand, all fifty the, grand, all the coordinators yeah. get like two hundred grand or something. Yeah. And that comes from Bills 
28 million or whatever like you know what i'm saying so i so i feel like it's kind of it's not sketchy because like the league would be looking into it but it's kind of it's a at it's sketchy as it can be at worst it's them playing it close to the vest you know yeah, I mean? yeah. It's, ske- it's as sketchy as it could be without being like exactly. well, that's, New right? like, yeah. that's New England yeah. Yeah. Always, yeah. Where, where's the line we're gonna we're gonna lay down right on the edge of it and sprawl out and our yep. fingertips is gonna be this close from it <laughs> yep yep so uh the other thing to you just mentioned like he has more roles than the head coach too so like oh yeah he's obviously he's gonna, gaining compensation from those gonna, you know doing like the operational aspect like Spending you all know, Robert Kraft's money. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And he did that and it worked. And um, so anyways, I it was just a really interesting article about how there could be, and you could see this, like there could be some of these coaches, Urban Meyer is probably not one of them with everything that's going on, but you could see that some of these, some of these NFL coaches could be going to college, especially with some of the shakeups that are happening out there that you could see, see some of these people move. And now kids um, are getting now kids are getting paid sponsorship. Well, too. and so that you got to assume that the, you got to assume. I don't know too much about that. Like I did hear that. I did do some review on it. Like when it came out that they obviously allowed the sponsorships. But I, I don't know if you just heard today. The number one recruit is now going to Jackson State with Deion Sanders, which is obviously a big, big thing because they're not like yeah, they're D one, but ba- barely. You know what I mean? You got to assume that Jackson State's get, getting something off this kid. If this kid signed with Jordan tomorrow, you don't think that they're catching any of that money back to the back to back to the, the college? I I honestly I don't know I don't know anything about. I don't either. Like, well, but, be, well, because it's not that I don't know anything. It's that I don't know if it works both ways like that. Like I think I think it's just the athlete. Like I don't think. I don't think like I don't think El Prez can give this kid like one point five million dollars, and then he can just like give Jackson State five hundred thousand dollars. No, I think it'll I work in know. reverse. I think it would work in reverse. He's gonna he's gonna pay the kid, and then the kid's gonna basically have a contract with the college. There's no way that the universities are not benefiting off this thing. There's no oh, way yeah, it would have been approved. Benefiting from the talent, of course. Oh, well, of, yes, that. yes. I agree with that. I agree with that it's, thing. It's but. just all on the surface now. It's not fucking boosters. It's not yes. yeah. Reggie into Bush in, into into dorm room. Uh, you know, in in yeah, you know, underneath the door in Reggie Bush's dorm room on the fucking twelfth floor. Yeah, of some USC tower. You know, yeah. Reggie Bush isn't eating filet mignon on the tower. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. Now, now Adam Schefter is reporting it five minutes after it happened. <laughs> yes, on the fucking timeline. Yes. So, all right. So here's my question to you. Are you? Would you be ready for the Bill versus Tom thing right now? Could you? Could you make the take, buddy? It's all. It's all between the ears, man. All right. So. So. All right. So let me. Let me set the stage for this. Get your. Get your. Get your coin ready. So let me set the stage. So we're not. So we're gonna. We talked about this on the podcast that on the, during the bye week we were gonna do the Bill versus Tom segment specifically around that because it was a bye week. What we figured that would be better because considering it's an ongoing debate just because both are still out there in the league. What we decided to do was we were going to add it as a second segment every week. We'll each take one take. We'll go back and forth. We're not going to interrupt each other. We're just going to, we're going to let it fly. We're going to hear, hear the takes. And then at the end of this season, early next season, maybe we continue the podcast after the season, we keep rolling. We will, we will at some point 
have kind of a, a moderator that's listened to it all, taking some level of a poll, potentially from listeners. We're going to yeah, find absolutely. out who wins it. But, but, but point being is we're going to do this once a week, and we figure this week is perfect to start considering we're not going to do the one big segment that we started last week because the Patriots weren't playing. It doesn't make sense. We're going to bring that back next week. So we'll have both. We're not forgetting about our own thing that we created moving forward. So. All right. I'm flipping the coin. All right, I'll, I'll even show here. All right. I want, I want tails. tails, 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 tails. I don't know what it is. I can't see it. It doesn't look, it doesn't look. It like was a head. Okay. All right. Head. So you're going first. All right. Let it fly. I'm going first. All right. So the whole thing. Tom versus Bill, it's uh, it's a story as old as time, really. Well, since we were kids anyway, you know. Um, Bill got most of the pump in the, uh, in the first half or third. I mean, you could almost break it up in the thirds of the dynasty with the defenses and all that and the game manager system. Co- Tom Brady's the original system quarterback, by the way. That 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 word was not thrown around until Tom Brady won three Super Bowls in four years with Bill. And my opening take is that there's only so much planning that can go on. There's only so much you can only talk about an idea and plan for so many variables but that's why we play the games. It's why we play the games. It's played by 22 men at a time. And the best one will win. And Tom, for the most part, more than any other human who's ever played football, made the most plays when it counted. That's the, the opening take is, and and also here's the here's the kicker here's the overhand right knockout even bill would say the players play the game he said it multiple times he said it in the AFC championship game when they when they beat the jaguars to go on to the super bowl on the on the podium Oh, you know, they're, 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 they're giving them, you know, I forget, I forget if it was Fox or CBS. I forget which one it was on. Pretty sure it was on CBS. Somebody goes, Oh, your gameplay. He goes, Oh, well, I, there's only so much we could do with the game. The, the players play and they played a great game today. So, I mean, that's, that's the opening take. There's only so much preparation that can go into a football game and then, it's in the player's hands and it's been in Tom Brady's hands. And in more times than not, he's come through. He has come through. He has come through. Is that all? That's the take. I mean, that's the take. And again, I, ha- the only source that I cited was the guy that you have to defend. So good luck with that. Go ahead. I appreciate it. So, uh, I hope everybody likes Tarantino films. Um, I'm not going to start at the exact end, but I'm going to kind of get you at the end and I'm going to, and I'm going to roll it back. So, 
So here's my take on the uh, on the Bill side of things. I mean, I think we already talked about always the highest paid coach, so we won't go too too far into that one. The year is 2016. We had some uh, detrimental things happen in 2015. Tom Brady wasn't with us. Something we don't really talk about a lot in uh, in New England anymore. Deflategate. 2016, Brady suspended for four games. Game one, Jimmy G comes out, completes six passes to six different receivers. Something that a lot of people would call Brady-esque. Or is it Bill Belichick-esque? I don't know. I'm just throwing the facts out there. Patriots uh, beat the Cardinals 23-21 to to start the season without Tom Brady even near the stadium or communicating with the team. Week two, divisional matchup against the Miami Dolphins. Somebody that's beat beat Tom Brady multiple times. I think we talked about that at the opening podcast. Awkward. Garoppolo has a career game. Looks like he could be the starter after the Brady era. Goes down with an injury. In steps Jacoby Brissett, the third string quarterback. I hope you see where I'm going. I hope you see where I'm going. Jacoby cleans it up. Patriots start the season 2-0. Again, Brady nowhere near the stadium. Nowhere near communications with the other players. Still another two games till we see him. Week three, Patriots roll in New England against Houston. 27 to nothing. A team that they would see in the playoffs later that year. That's the Letterman year, if anybody remembers that. Week four, right? also on that, also on that, um, just to back up, uh, Miami makes the playoffs that year as well. So there's two playoff teams already in the first three games. They're three and O oh going into week four, if you're following me. Week four, Patriots lose a tough divisional matchup to the Buffalo Bills, okay? Brady's a killer of the Bills, so that kind of negates some of it. They start the season three in one in 2016 without Brady anywhere near the stadium and his glorious home in Brookline with his stunning wife. They would start the season three and one with two divisional games, two playoff teams that they're that they see one of them in, in the actual playoffs with two backup quarterbacks. That is my point, ladies and gentlemen, and that is my first take on why Bill Belichick is the goat and the reason that we've gotten to where we are today. Um, so how many, how many games did Jimmy Garoppolo start for the Patriots? Oh, two. I might have started a couple more, but two that season. So that means... Jimmy Garoppolo has played 40 games for the 49ers. Mm-hmm. He's 27 and 13. That's what a he do in- winning percentage. What did he do in the that, Super Bowl? That, that, you, know what, that, you know what that is? Brady-esque. What did he do in the Brady- Super Bowl? Brady-esque. What did he do in the Super Bowl? He won me some fucking money, buddy. Yeah, he did. Why? Because you bet Kansas City because you laid the house on Kansas City because they didn't run the ball. They let Jimmy G throw the ball. Jimmy G, Jimmy G ain't as good as uh, the 49ers have made him look over the course of time, which is why I think. Wait a second. Didn't we just talk about drafting? Didn't didn't they trade up to go get a quarterback? Like what? Isn't he? Oh, yeah. You know what? You're right. He's he's phenomenal. He's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Dude, if they keep if they keep winning, what do you do? What do you do? You 
Do you on like that take, him? I said keep him. I say you got to roll with him. I said this the other day. You got to roll with him. You cannot play Trey Lance. I don't care what kind of capital you gave up. You got to continue to ride with Jimmy G. I don't think he's. I don't think he's the reason they're winning. I don't think you break something that's working. Point being, exactly. exactly. I, I agree on that. So, so we're done with the first Brady Belichick take. Again, we're gonna keep rolling with this. We got weeks. We got weeks. Patriots are going to Super Bowl, so we got till February to continue with these takes. I just takes, wanted so. on the record that I did mine completely off the cuff on the fly and <laughs> and and joe was reading from his phone multiple times i'll, I'll be more prepared next week i didn't think we were gonna do it i was ready it's okay no you you were ready you you were prepared like bill i'm taking i can't wait for the mashup at the end of this we're gonna make an instagram with the mashup of these and it's i'm just gonna take people on a journey week by week we're just gonna, we're gonna go gonna back have, further we're gonna have further what's it called? further we're gonna we're gonna have the uh, the nfl films Music going in the background. Yeah. <laughs> the autumn wind is a raider. Like that shit. That's gonna be. It's gonna be good. It's, it's gonna be good. So that's the first. That's the first take we had today. Corrado did go off the cuff. He's been rattled. We 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 lost. We I, lost I've been thirty rattled. minutes. I gave we lost the, thirty minutes. My one we lost piece of evidence yeah. that I used yeah. was was your guy who you just fucking gave us all those stats for. Yeah. All I did. All I, did I used. You, you used numbers. I used words. That's all it is. That's that's communication right there. Yeah, that's all it is. You tried to pretzel me with with numbers. I'm not a numbers guy. I'm a I'm I'm a fucking results guy. A results. I look look. I think we'll clarify we'll clarify this now when we continue to the Brady Belichick segment. We'll throw a little Corrado. Throw a little music in there too because we'll start the segment off each time. But but I think we both agree, and we can put this on the podcast if it wasn't the two of them collectively. Oh, no, if we no, wouldn't, no. it yeah. wouldn't be what it was. This today. Is a, like this is a, this is just a ridiculous argument to have because it's fun to have. Because it's fun to have. Not, and, I mean, and you they, know what? They're, they're peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, hundred percent. They're lamb and tuna fish. You know, what lamb, I'm <laughs> lamb and tuna fish <laughs> <laughs> with the crust cut off. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm so with what you. Do, what do we think? Um, what do we think about Saturday? Uh, let me go first. Yeah, with, do it. Pat, which with. Each passing day, I get more nervous. I just yep. want to put that out there. Uh, last week, I was very confident. I was like, "We're gonna go right into fucking, right into, right into Jim Irsay's, right into Jim Irsay's dome." Hey, Quinn, what's up, man? That fucking guy, right into his place, and I was like, "We're gonna stomp this team." It's a fuck. It's always been a loser franchise, from from us dominating them in the early two thousands with Peyton. And then them them getting by us in our in in our team flu game uh, when we actually the one time we had to actually go there and blew the eighteen point lead to the Deflate Gate game to I mean just everything just owning them I just every day every day that goes by I'm just like I don't I don't feel good about it I think it's a I think it's almost like an MMA fight it's almost it's a it's a bad matchup. Um, Frank, with each passing week that that's happened since the Patriots lost to the Eagles in the Super Bowl, that's become so evident that that whole game plan and that whole win of them never having to punt was all Frank Reich and the offense and had nothing to do with um, Doug P. Doug Peterson, right? That was his name. I can't even remember the yeah, fucking it is. name. Yeah, Doug Peterson. 
And I don't know. He had, he had Carson Wentz looking like an MVP that year before he got hurt. He doesn't look like an MVP now, but they're, they have uh, Jonathan Taylor, who's going to finish in the top three for the MVP if there's any justice in the world. And I'm just, I'm scared. I'm scared that the Patriots might get beat by at their own game. I'm scared that they're just going to run for 250 yards and Taylor's going to have three touchdowns. And I just, Max going to have a bad intercept. I, I just have, I just have bad juju about Saturday night. That's, that's all. I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I've been wrong many times before. I'll be wrong many times after this day is over, but that's just my, that's my gut. I don't, I don't feel good. How do you feel? Yeah, I, I've been, uh, what I've been talking to people. I mean, per- my personal opinion is this is the biggest game of the year because, uh, you know, you know, bearing everybody stays healthy from today till Saturday, right? We don't have that far to go. Like bearing everybody plays, not like the Browns dealing with the COVID thing and their whole team gets depleted. Like if they're healthy when we play them, I think it's the biggest test that we have. Um, over this, over this, over this, like winning streak, to be honest, um, you know, even looking back, we played really good against Dallas and we played really good against Tampa Bay and we were young then in reality. I mean, you got a lot of rookies that are still starting right now. You just, the team wasn't, wasn't fully there yet. You could tell that they've come and a long free, way. And free agents learning how to become. Exactly. 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 Tight ends. Uh, the, the, the quarterbacks and the wide receivers yeah. tight end. I mean, that's a thing. And, and born was a non-factor in all those games. And he's been a factor the last month, the last in, in, a, in longer, probably closer to two at this point. Right. So, yeah. I mean, and I think the other thing that uh, people are kind of forgetting about those couple of games against Dallas and in Tampa Bay, the two that I'm kind of speaking of, uh, you know, Mac didn't have preseason first QB reps. For people that don't understand, I didn't play high school football, but like I played football growing up and anybody that played high school football can attest to this. If you're not practicing with the people you're going to play with, you cannot get a rhythm that quickly. It's not possible. I don't care. Tom Brady holds QB camps. Bill Belichick potentially allowed him to do that. Illegally. He did it illegally last year. Yeah. He has QB camps in the summer. And we did a little bit of that this year. We didn't have Mac Jones yet when we when we when we had this. This was Cam Newton throwing the ball to them or Stidham. So trying to throw the ball to them. Well, trying to throw exactly. It, it was into the ground most of the time, like a like a nerf gun. But it doesn't that doesn't matter. So four, so, four rows so, deep into the, into the practice field. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, Nick Folk had a couple reps too. So, anyways, so point being is that I still think that at the time we played those teams, we weren't really meshed as a team yet for what we've built on since then. Um, so, but my personal opinion is that this game this weekend is as big as those. A couple of key things that I want to kind of go through though, in the game and would love your take. Obviously Jonathan Taylor leads the league in rushing. The offensive line in, in India is, is, is absolutely impeccable. And, uh, you know, guys like Quentin Nelson and stuff like that. I mean, you have guys that are, you know, all pro first ballot, you know, Hall of Famers at the end of their careers and they're young. That's going to be really true. That, that's going to be really tricky for us, I think, because and I think that's how they start the run a lot. I think it's going to be very similar, though, to Tennessee, where we're willing to let them run 
I don't think they're going to let them run, try to run, let them run as much as what we did against Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee has, a, in my personal opinion, this is a hot take. Tennessee has a better offense geared towards the run, even without Derrick Henry than the Colts do in general. Their whole offensive line plays right. Their tight ends play right. Their wide receivers play right. They, well, they are geared for the run. They were committed to it the week that they played us because they didn't have Julio Jones or um, AJ Brown or AJ Brown. So they were, and, and even when they do, that's every week. They still, uh, maybe other than the Ravens, they still, that, that might be the team that's the most, those are the three teams that are most yeah. committed to the run. Yeah. Um, in the, in the entire league. And, and, Go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say, so to, to close on that, the Colts, if you were looking at statistics-wise, the Colts throw the ball way more than those two teams. Yeah. So, so yes, that's the top three, you could say, at minimum in the AFC. But it's it's those the, – the, the Ravens and the Titans are, like, way far down the spectrum in comparison to even the Colts. Like, like Carson Wentz is throwing the ball – a good amount of time, 30 times a game, probably 28 right. times a game. Tannehill's throwing the ball like 18 times a game. Same yeah. thing with Lamar Jackson. Like that maybe, like maybe 20 on a good day, right? So unless they're behind, but yes, their their game plan is for is for their quarterback not to throw the ball. Yeah. You know, more more than 30 times. Exactly. So look, both teams are coming off a bye. So I think my first my first That's take one. That's a first, really big one. It's different. It's it's you're basically not coming off of a buy because both teams are coming off of a buy. There's no benefit to taking the buy in theory, other than staying healthy for both teams, right? But you don't get any extra benefit over the the team you're about to play. So, so look. So my 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 first big thing is is the run. Uh, we're gonna have to not say stop the run. We're gonna need to eliminate those you know twenty yard plus runs, fifteen yard plus runs. If we could stop that, I don't care how many yards he has. If he only has two yard, two rushes, Jonathan Taylor has two rushes or three rushes over 15 yards, but he has 200 yards, I don't really give a flying F because that means they're burning the clock out. The second big take is this. The Patriots are going to force them to throw the ball at some point. The Colts have a, statistically speaking, like middle-of-the-pack defense, um, both on pass and rush. Um yeah. Uh, their rush defense is a little bit better than ours. We've played a lot of teams that can run the ball though. So it doesn't really surprise me. And that's kind of been our, our weak point in my personal opinion on the defense. 100%. Um, we are a much better pass defense, like head and shoulders. We're top three, probably should be number one. If the bills, if we didn't throw the ball three times against the bills two weeks ago, to be honest, because that the bills were number one going into the Tampa Bay game. So getting, you're getting to the crux of the, of the game. Whoever can, which is, which is again, my, my head, my head is in a pretzel because I just said, I, my opening take on this game was kind of like, I'm scared slash expecting the Colts to, to win this football game on Saturday and kind of take the, wind out of the Patriots sails but at the same time whichever team forces the other team to throw the ball the earliest when they don't want to that defense is probably going to win the game yeah but with a caveat I trust Mac Jones 
to throw the Patriots back into the game more than I trust Carson Wentz to throw the Colts back into the game. Agreed. That makes sense. Like if they get punched in the mouth and they're down, you know, 10 or 13 to nothing sometime in the first half, the Patriots. Am I, I'm worried because it's, you know, it's this, it's the Saturday night game and it's the only game in town and they're on the road and it's a extremely tough spot to try and keep that number one seed. But I, for some reason, I just, I just trust Mac more to be five wide and, and do his thing and, 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 you know, call out the mic and call out the right play and get them, get everybody in their right position and make the throws. I'm not, if it's the opposite, if the, if the Patriots somehow turn Carson Wentz over and get a, and, you know, and get a score and they're up the same amount, seven, 10, 13, 14 points. I don't have that much faith in the, in Carson Wentz to throw the Colts back into the game. And nah. have a, a long, a, a long, a long sustained drive or a, or a chunk play down the field for a touchdown to get them back in it. That's just how I feel. Uh, no, I'm on the same page and, and, and look, and we've, we've done this with almost every team on this win streak, force them to throw the ball healthy or not. The, these it's not Steve Belichick. It's bill, right? Um, Million, bill is running that, that deep. That's after, defense. After, like, after that, after that fourth and 25 bullshit against, uh, against the, the Cowboys, Bill, Bill took the Xbox away. Yeah. yeah. He goes, he, he, give me that. Stop playing whatever you want. Cover Get three out. or whatever the fuck you want. We're done with yeah. that. Let me pick Sit the place. Sit in the back and watch me. Yeah. Like, You're getting your paycheck. I thought you were ready for this. You're not ready for this. Yeah. I'm not going to tell the media because I don't tell the media anything. But get, go back there. <laughs> yeah. Like my done. fucking reputation. My, my legacy's on the line. Yeah. I got to catch Don Shula by the time I'm 80. Yeah, get, yeah. Get back there. You need to go on a winning streak. <laughs> no, nah, and I'm 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 with you 100. percent You you brought this up. Uh, you brought this up in the Buffalo game, but me, you've said this to me before. I mean, Bills Bills taking the reins this year. Funny, didn't we just talk about Bill versus Tom? Sorry, didn't mean to throw that in there. Uh, so, anyways, uh, Bills taking the reins on the defensive side, and I think. The secondary is so nasty, and T.Y. Hilton's really not a factor that he used to be. Heard all um, year. Yeah, and, and Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman's not Keenan Allen or Mike Tom, Mike Williams. He's, he's not player. Jarvis Landry. No, he's, he's a good, good player. player. He's a good player. Look, I don't want to downplay him. He's not any of the. We've seen we've seen better receivers over the past few weeks. Even St- Stephon Diggs. We talked about him being top five at a minimum. The Bills game has to get thrown out on that though, because of the the weather factor. The Bills when game they has- threw it short, when everybody threw it short, not it was never a problem with the wind. It was only after ten yards. Go back and yeah, watch the film. Yeah, they're gonna be in the fucking dome. It's gonna be seventy degrees and no and no wind, a- no humidity. They I'm okay get, with that. If somebody gets beat, the wind isn't gonna fucking take it. It's gonna get dropped Mm-mm. right in. in I agree. Bread basket. I so agree. They need I to, agree. They need to be on their p's and q's. Uh, especially on the defensive side of the ball, because these teams are so similar in that if Taylor does get going and he does rip off chunk runs like have happened to the Patriots 
a lot yeah. this year in a lot of their games that 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 play action they might they they could get bit and i'm i'm very afraid i'm almost more afraid of that than i am for like you said if if the if the colts run for 200 something yards but none of them are you know no, you know none of them are a 65 yard touchdown by Jonathan yeah. Taylor you know what i'm saying if they if if they really commit to it and they run it, you know, they they just do the they just do the Patriot. Well, maybe not to as an extreme extent, but if they run the ball third, maybe not forty six times and three throws like the Patriots did, but they run it thirty or thirty five times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's 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 gonna be a fucking great game. I think. I don't think oh. it's gonna be. I don't think it's going to be a stinker or a blowout either way. I no. think we're going to be, I think we're going to be on our couches with our, with a, with our knees pulled into our mouth in the last two or three minutes, either way. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, look, I mean, the Colts need this game. Uh, we need this game. I think one of my big things, uh, cause I want to talk about like, what, what does this game imply? Like, you know, post it depending on the outcome. I want to ask you that, but you know, I think you'll see a lot less Judon than we've seen because he hasn't been historically good this year on the run stop. Uh, he just really hasn't. He's been very, he's been probably the best in the league or one of the best in the league on the pass, the pass rush. I think you're going to see a lot less Judon. And I think you're going to see a bunch of heavy bodies in the center of that line this week. I, I'd almost guarantee it. I'd almost guarantee you to see Godshaw wise in freaking Barmore three down there and probably somebody like Uche that just came off IR. I, I, I'd almost guarantee it. And definitely Bentley and Collins on the backside and probably Hightower. You're probably running three linebackers and four down in the front and, and trying to slow down this run early, uh, you know, to see, to see what happens, see if they'll see if they can force him to throw early. Cause I agree with you, whoever has to go to the pass game early that doesn't want to get there is probably fucked. That said, even if we get there a little bit before, if the Patriots get there a little bit before the Colts do, like the Patriots offense has to throw the ball a little bit earlier. The Patriots game plan may be to throw the fucking ball because again, because again, like I said last week during the podcast and everybody continue to remember this over the next few weeks, no one saw shit against the Patriots. We ran like maybe eight plays. We're going to leave it at eight just because that's high. Maybe they ran eight plays flipped and not flipped. So my, my, my point being is Colts are basically going into this weekend. They're either looking back now three weeks is effectively how far they have to look back to look at tape. I mean, from a, from an offensive, like when they, like their defense is looking back three weeks. I mean, there's not, I mean, what the fuck are you seeing? You're not seeing anything realistically other than we're going to jam the ball down your throat. Don't be shocked if you see a lot of two tight end sets, Jonu and Hunter I mean, Henry just they, have I mean, games. 21 is 21 personnel is what they run. I mean, that's their, yeah. that's, their, that's their base. So, so on the Colts thing, and then I want to ask you, uh, based on a couple outcomes, I want to, I want to feed these to you. So the, the Colts right now play us this week, obviously at home. Then they go to Arizona. 
tough, tough matchups. Two tough matchups coming off your bye. Arizona didn't look great. I'll give you that. Arizona has a very high flying offense, though. You have to be concerned about playing them no matter what. Isn't but, isn't D, isn't D Hop hurt? Didn't he get hurt? I did just see that D Hop is hurt. It doesn't matter. You want to talk? We talked about uh, actually. I think this might have gotten cut out, but about the Lamar Jackson thing. I don't understand how he yes, continues is, to run the pocket. Rest in peace. Yeah, in yeah. The ether episode. Yes. Yeah. But 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 Kyler's the same exact thing. Potentially a stronger arm. Quite honestly, right? So, anyways, you have to play them. They have a better. They have a pretty good defense too. Chandler Jones, uh, Buda Baker. Like they have. Like they have some good. They have some good players, right? They have some good players. Then they play the Raiders. The Raiders are trying to play their way into the playoffs, so you know they're going all out. I don't think they're a better team than the Colts, but. You have three tough matchups, and then you play uh, Jacksonville at the end of the season as a tune-up game. Point being is their three games to make sure that they get into the playoffs are extremely hard. They're going to come with everything on Saturday night for that specific reason. So I want to flip something on you. I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you three questions. Jesus. Four, 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 four. What are you, cop? Okay, Patriots. I wish Patriots win the game, like handedly. Like not full Browns, but like the Carolina game. Yeah, you win by like 17, 21. If they win if hold they on, win no. okay, go ahead. Hold on, hold on. I'll let me let me let me let me make sure. Let me make sure. Let me make sure you understand my ass. So if they do that, how do you feel about the Patriots moving forward? Is my ask of all four of these. How it's do you over. feel about the Patriots? So if they win handedly, it's over. They win handedly, they're the best team in the NFL. And they and they went out. Okay, close game. Field goal decides it. Patriots win. How do you feel? I feel the same way. If the if the Patriots win this weekend, the the comparisons to two thousand one are just too. There's just too, too there's just too much going on to not be a coincidence, and it's just <laughs> it's sketchy. The, the, the 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 bills are still so fucked up from the loss against us i just don't sure they're gonna be mad and i'm sure you know josh allen will probably play a good game but they'll they'll do i i, I don't i don't trust sean mcdermott i don't trust him i don't yeah, trust of course him to, i don't trust him to come up with a good enough game plan on both sides of the ball and fucking fucking on special teams too. I don't trust him enough to come in here and and beat and because you know what the bitch is. If we win tomorrow, tomorrow, I'm wishing the week away. If we win Saturday, I don't blame you. It it's the, the division's over. It's a, even yeah. if we lose, division's over. To to the Bills, I'm saying. Yeah, I. But if so, my I guess my so so you're saying either way we win, we're probably still the best team in the league. Oh, a win, you're you should be number one, number two in the power rankings, and then even if you don't win out, I again, this game is the biggest game of the season because if they win, that's I think that's basically it. Okay, I think it's basically it. I'm basically on board with you. Tight game, maybe not, but 
Uh, probably it, stating yes. If, the, if there's a check in the win column, you're on top. I mean, I mean, put a, I mean, put a, put a bow on it. Okay. I think, I think you put a bow on it. Okay. All right. I'm with that. So obviously, you know, my next two questions. So you lose the game, uh, blowout. We get blown out. We can't stop the run. We lose by 14. How do you feel? It gets scary. It gets you, scary because then the Bills smell blood in the water and they're still lurking. L- not even lurking. They're more talented than you. And the the sting of the loss in that wonky game becomes far less. Becomes becomes it becomes fluky. I mean, it probably you could probably in a vacuum still call that win that win against yeah, the Bills yeah. fluky, but it was still a win. And then if they again if they get a check check in the win column against a good Colts team. At, you know, on the road, there's, there's the, the wheels start to turn in the Bills' heads, and they're like, and again, it becomes that narrative for the last twenty years. What the fuck do we have to do to get rid of yeah. these guys? They won't, they won't go away. They won't stop finding ways to win. We can't find a way to stop them or win ourselves. It becomes, I think, a lot of, a lot of that shit it's going to be a lot of mental psychological warfare type shit. Post um, this game. Yeah. Po- yeah. Post the, whatever the, whatever the narrative will be after whatever type of win or loss it is, I think is going to have a huge implication on what happens in new England against, you know, with, with, with Buffalo mm-hmm. the, in the, in the, in the following game, I really, think that so like i said a loss even a close loss okay so that was my next question bills smell blood in the water because that was your next one the bills smell blood in the water and they're like we're 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 a game out we're a game out and we're gonna win predominantly speaking i mean they play carolina this week so uh at home it's predominantly speaking a win so they play carolina so here's so here's the sketchy thing with a loss right if it's close, I don't feel as concerned, uh, but I agree with you. I think that, that it does play a lot into the following week. The, the following week could be – I'm going to the game. The following week could be effing major. You know what I mean? Yeah, me and Lane, me and Lane are going to the game. We got some other people going to the game. Uh, my wife's going to the game, actually. So a bunch of people are going to the game, but Lane and I obviously have the tickets for the – for the uh, for, you know season tickets, so we're going to be there. So um, that was one we definitely called out. You have to be at that type of game. 100%. and. Uh, so, so Buffalo's got Carolina this week, then the Patriots. So c- coming off a loss, presumably speaking, Carolina, they beat Carolina. So now they're a game out, right? Like you said, they then Buffalo then goes and plays the Falcons in the Jets post the Patriots. Are they, are they at home against t- the Falcons? And the Jets. They're home to end the season, basically, other than the Patriots. So yeah, I mean this again. You, this you means it, more than people think. Ago, this is this, this game Saturday night is. It's the biggest it, game of the it, year. It's the difference between you. I don't want to say coasting because, the because the because the, the Bills are going to come out, uh, flying either way, but I just 
I just I just think a, a a win just just propels you. A win a win on Saturday night just oh it's over. It 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 it, it doesn't just keep the wind in your sails. It it vaults you. I think above um, almost every other single team in the league. And a loss is like, oh look, the Col- the Colts just did X, Y, and Z to shut down the Patriots. And Sean McDermott is going to use every single thing that Frank Reich and that coaching staff used to try and expose the Patriots. Not you know a, a week later. Mm-hmm. So it, it, this is this this is the one. This is I've... this is the one between you running away with the division and possibly the number one seed, or just making the last two, three weeks, an absolute dog fight. Yeah. Absolute so let's end the con. Let's end, let's end the cast on the number one seed. Let's keep that for a second. Um, let's keep it on the division for, for a moment here. If you're, if you lose this game this week and the bills win, and then they come into town and they beat you. Now it's tied and it goes off a divisional record, which at that point we'd be behind them. Yep. Because they be Miami week one because of Miami. So uh, you lose that spot uh, pretty much, pretty much locked up. You're probably going to lose that spot unless some fluke happens in Buffalo, to be honest, uh, to end the season next uh, this week, this week, in my personal opinion, other than the Bucks game, only because of what it brought into town, like, that, that time more, of year that was more storyline. That was more storyline. Exactly. And, uh, like and the of game. Season. Yeah. I know the game itself wasn't, isn't exactly. it's too early in the season to change the end, but I, uh, I think that this week is, is really the biggest. And now look, if we lose the next week becomes the biggest game, right? Uh, you know, uh, in my personal and Buffalo wins, if Buffalo loses this week and we lose this week, then it's all fucking sayonara. We're fucking out of here. So we're winning the division, out, but so it came out today that they're not flexing they're not flexing they're not flexing next week but if they lose could they make could they make that change next no week? No. no so connor texted me because he's going to the game he texted me and said today was the deadline for it that's and why. that's why they're not they're not wow. gonna flex it so that could be like one of the biggest fucking one o'clock games like of all time if the Patriots lose a hundred percent even if they so here's the thing even if they win now uh, there's still huge playoff implications because then if you think about it this way, so we both win this week, just put it Buffalo and, and the Patriots. I'm, I'm speaking about, yeah. if we both win this week, there's still two games back, but if they beat you, then they're a game behind and they have the tiebreaker, all things considered, right? Yeah. You lose a game in Miami in Miami at, to end the season. That's not fucking unheard of in new England. They've been, so, playing, they've been playing decent. And they have two layups. They have they have Atlanta and they have the Jets. Now Atlanta's trying to play into the playoffs, which sounds fucking ridiculous. I know everybody's Flores, thinking Flores like, is what? already but... game. Flores is already game plan. Hundred the Patriots. Mm. Like, he's already, like he's already trying to play spoiler. The other awesome. thing, the other thing that's it that's relatively sketchy, to be honest with you, about Miami right now. Miami's on a five game win streak. That's what I'm saying. They've been playing. I'm gonna I'm gonna double validate this. They're they have the third longest win streak. In the league right now, the three teams are in the AFC. 
Obviously, the Patriots have the longest in Miami. Who's the third? Because this is where we're going to get into right now about getting number one in the division. Kansas City. You got it. We, yeah. So, which is why winning, which is why winning out, it's starting Saturday night is. It has to. You're it's not, a necessity. You're not. You're, you're not. You're not going. You're not going to. You're not going to Kansas. You're not, you're not going to Kansas City. In the in January and beating the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, I'm, you're, you're not. I don't. As, think as, it's as good as this team has played, as well prepared as Josh and Bill have this team, especially Mac. I just don't. It it, it took a Herculean effort for Tom Brady. Three or four years. How how long ago was that? When did we win the Super Bowl? There's been so many. Nineteen. Two year two years ago. To do that. Yeah. And w- w- with Gronk, the group with, with, yeah. with, with, with the two, with the with the two best um, players at their positions, and we had to pull it out in the very end. I just hate that. Well, I've been I've been saying it since we since this winning streak has started. That's that's the only team in the AFC that I'm that I'm even remotely. Even if the only way we win is if we have them at home, and we could still lose to them at home. Oh, easy, 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 easy. With the way they're deep, and you know what? It's not just Patrick Mahomes and that high flying offense. They're arguably the best defense in the league right now. Oh God, fucking spare me. Arguably, I'm serious. Look at the look at who they look look at what they've done. I don't care about their matchups. I care about because at the beginning of the season they stop. They couldn't stop a nosebleed. They couldn't do anything. Teams are scoring all over them. So they beat. I'll tell you. So they. So I'll give you something real quick. They lost to the Titans, twenty-seven to three. Obviously, Derrick Henry's there, but uh, and we just torched their defense. So I don't know what happened there, but uh, they let up they let up twenty seven points with Derrick Henry. They beat the Giants twenty seven to seventeen the following week. Okay, like okay, people want to rip on us. They beat the Packers thirteen to seven with Jordan Love. Jordan yeah. Love. Okay, 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 okay. Leave that on the podcast. With that his needs mom to be and there. Bleeds. I remember that. They beat they beat the 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 Raiders forty one to fourteen. Good W. The Raiders are dog shit. I don't care what anybody says. They're just not Division, a good team. Divisional game usually tough. Divisional game. Divisional game. Um, they beat the Cowboys nineteen to nine, which is a good W. Good W. Yeah. It's a good W. But that might that might be their best win on their but, schedule. But but go holding, look at Dallas. The Cowboys to nine. Go look at Dallas. They are crumbling at the seams. They're yeah, crumbling at the seams. Them, they were they were some of the class of the league. Some of so so uh, Carolina Carolina started the season three and zero, oh, but nobody's fucking renting and raving That's about the Patriots beating Carolina. I'm just saying. I'm just That's saying. Not the same thing. They have. They don't even. Carolina doesn't have the amount of talent in their fuck. Or no, I said that wrong. The Cowboys have more talent in their fucking. Pinky, pinky, then then the then the then the entirety of the state of North. Where are they? North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, I should probably know that. Then the entire fucking state of North Carolina. Get out of here. And then they 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 
they go on and beat the Broncos and the Raiders 22 to nine and 48 to nine, respectively. Good games, divisional games. Those are hot fought wins. I'll give them the credit there. I'll give them the credit there. So the defense has definitely stepped up for sure. Huge. But taking the ball away. It's just, I, I don't have any faith in their defense. Their offense scares the fuck out of me. Could they beat us? 100%. I'm not, I'm not trying to make a case here that the Patriots are a better team. I'm just, I'm making the case that I don't think their defense is anywhere near what people That's think. why you need the home field. That's why. Because you can, because the Patriots can only win in New England and Kansas City can win in either spot. Yes. Uh, y- yes. Yes. Here's the thing. We haven't lost on the road this year point being there's a potential for it but i agree with you i'm not going to feel comfortable going into the game if that's the case january so in in kansas city it's going to be negative 10 absolutely not so here's so here's what kansas city has to remain to end the year okay the chargers tomorrow which is thursday night football at la which again, they're like the little brother of that place. But the Chargers have turned it back around. It's too high-powered offense, divisional game. Anything could happen. Allen playing? Who? Keenan Allen playing? Yes. You have COVID? Yep. Good. So okay. it's help- two healthy staffs. That's what you want to see. You okay. that's that's a game you need to see two healthy staffs. The other thing is, is that uh, the Chargers are still in the hunt to win that division. They still have a shot at winning the division. That game they means beat a them lot. Early in the year, didn't they? Didn't they? Yes, smoke them? yes, yes, yes. They torched them thirty to twenty-four. Um, so you know, every team that, that they've that was that, that was fake, wasn't it? Didn't Kansas City score at the end and do an onset? Weren't they? Weren't they up? I think something they were like up. that. Because I, like, yeah. I feel like that game was like a blowout, but it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It, the, I, I feel like that final score doesn't tell the story of because I feel like they beat them up. The only thing on the Chiefs that I'll say just before we close, like before we continue their schedule, they lost to the Ravens by a point. They lost to the Chargers by six. They lost to the the Bills by eighteen. The That's Bills. The and then they lost to the Titans by twenty four. So they lost to four playoff teams, which they you know did. again they didn't they didn't lose any flukes to some of the fucking jamokes we have L's against. But anyways, so they play the Chargers tomorrow. They play the Steelers uh, the day after Christmas. Who are done. Um, uh, no, I, 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 don't, don't say that yet. Don't say that yet. Don't say that yet. I'm not saying that they're a good team, but they're not the worst team in the league. They'll probably beat them. The Steelers always come alive at this time of year. Just think back. Think back. And the division in the AFC miracle. North. They'll need a miracle to, re, to resuscitate Ben Roethlisberger's. Potentially. Team. Potentially, potentially, but you know, we just talked about it earlier. The AFC North is a is a grudge match, and the division's still in the line. They're not out of they're not out of contention, which makes teams get Who's that next? extra sense of crazy. They're at Cincy, and they're at the Broncos divisional matchup to end the year, and the Broncos are on the hunt. They're playing four teams that are in the hunt, if not in the playoffs, basically already. They're gonna they're gonna lose one of those games. Hundred percent. But here's the thing: this our our game to lose could be this weekend, and that could change. It's not going to change the outcomes of the additional games so, that Kansas City has. But so yeah, that's the that's the question: is who's going to blend? So now that you just said those two, you just you just gave us the, you know, you gave us the 
Pats and the, um, the, the, the Chiefs final games. Three and one for both teams would be step would be stellar. Stellar would be stellar for both teams if they finished three and one. That gives us the number one seed. Yep. We we can we cannot afford to blink. We can't can't afford. Can't do it. Can't you can't go two and two or have a losing record down the stretch because then because 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 then this. Then this whole win streak and this whole hype train that's been going on throughout the winning streak is, it's it's the boogeyman again. You're the you're the yeah. you're the you're the boogeyman again. That's that that that's what's on the line. So the other team that's in contention for the one seed as of today, effectively speaking, there's probably only three teams really involved in that. Baltimore could pull it off but it would all three other three teams would have to shit the Ramon's bed hurt, isn't he he's back supposedly he's gonna play this weekend we'll see but predominantly speaking it's three teams that could get the number one spot because one of the three of them is going to get what it what percent is he back like are they like what supposedly it wasn't that bad it wasn't even a sprained ankle which is surprising to me that you took him out of the rest of the game in a divisional game that means a lot potentially could lose the division whatever first seed anyways tennessee's the third team Right, we're all tied at the top. Obviously, we have the divisional breaker over them, and then they beat Kansas City. So we're in a better spot because of Tennessee beating them and then us beating Tennessee. 100%. Tennessee this week has uh, Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh, which is a tough game this time of year in general. Again, whatever you want to say about Pittsburgh, but playing in Pittsburgh is not easy in December. Um, they, then, uh, they then play San Francisco at home. San Francisco's streaky and has a very good shot at the playoffs. They then play Miami, streaky team, and then Houston. They have the easiest schedule out of the three of us, I would say, but they're not, they're still not healthy. So they probably have the worst roster today um, based on health than, than uh, the Patriots in Kansas city bearing any crazy injuries or anything like that. You know what I mean? So, so I think all three of us have like a, and we don't nobody has a cakewalk the three of us don't have a cakewalk leaving no leaving this and uh this whole thing is up for grabs nobody's there's not a single team in the league that's clinched a playoff spot right now it's like the first time ever ever um there's a whole bunch of i i i saw on uh on twitter one of the boston globe guys tweeted out like what exactly has to happen for the patriots to clinch a to clinch a playoff spot there's like five scenarios there's, there's like, like five, five scenarios yeah. some of them only involve like two teams some of them involve five teams it's all fucking shit i'll let those guys do that it's not gonna happen this week i don't even if we get a w i don't think it happens Good. this week Anything it could i don't i don't think it will i i like i said i mean look we're we gonna make the playoffs at this point yeah we'll make the playoffs like we're gonna make the playoffs are we the one seed or the seven seed i don't fucking know Exactly. You know what I mean? Like that's, and I think that's where the concerns start to come into play looking at next week. So look, I'm, I'm excited for Saturday. Saturday's a Saturday's the biggest game of the year. In my personal opinion to date, I next in, you know what, if you lose next week's even bigger, next week's even bigger when Buffalo comes to town. So the, the biggest one o'clock football game and God knows how many, years. it could be, it could be, it could be. Oh. And look, if we both win, 
it's still it's not going to be as big of a game. It will still be a big game. It, it, it it's a playoff implications type uh type scenario. Last thing before we close out, I did see that um there's a very uh there's a percentage uh and potential of the week 18 game for the Patriots against the Dolphins to get flexed um to Saturday. Because there's potentially huge playoff implications depending on how things are going. Buffalo, like I told you before, Miami's streaking, the third hottest team in the league other than Kansas City and New England. Uh, they're fighting for a playoff spot. Divisional matchup. Potentially the Patriots at that point could be make or break one seed. So uh, we, could see, we could see two Saturday night games this season uh, for the Patriots. I can't wait. I can't wait either. All right. Well, thanks for fucking recording this for me. Thanks for, (laughs) thanks for breaking down the schedules. It's always fun. And uh, yeah, go, uh, go like, and subscribe and all the other fun stuff and follow the, follow the show accounts. It'll be up and um, yeah, go Pats. Have, Have fun watching the Pats, baby. All right.